Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. And indeed, we invite you to call in at 303-690-3000, and let's talk about the things of the Lord. Maybe you got a question about uh, the Bible, maybe about Christian living, or perhaps you got a question about our worldview as Christians. Again, welcome everyone to today's edition of Calvary Live. This is the show where you get to call in and ask questions and give your prayer requests as well. I will be your host for this hour, Jeff Figs of Calvary Chapel Greeley. And again, I am blessed and privileged to be with you, the host Calvary Live for this afternoon, ready to take your questions and your prayer requests. As you just heard the number, 303-690-3000. So give me a call, grab one of those open lines. I know that as we head towards the weekend, and we're getting ever so closer to Christmas that it's a busy time of the year. Perhaps some of you are rushing to uh, get to some Christmas activities or some gatherings, uh, whatever the case may be. Maybe you're getting ready to go shopping uh, somewhere and, and go out for the evening. But I hope for this hour that as you're tuned in that we can bless you, we can pray for you, we can minister to you. And uh, if you have the opportunity, please give me a call at 303-690-3000. Love to talk to you, and let's uh, just look to God's Word for guidance, for counsel, for comfort, for instruction, reproof, correction, whatever the case may be, because it's all inspired by God, and I will do my best to point to you to God's Word. So give me a call at 303-690-3000. want to welcome all the Grace FM listeners along the front range of Colorado, uh, 89.7 up here in northern Colorado, from Castle Rock, the metro area, up into Boulder and Longmont and Fort Collins. Also would love to uh, welcome you, that those of you listening in Well County, Greeley, up into southern Wyoming. Uh, we are so glad that you've joined us. We got a gray, cold day today, and we got snow coming to the mountains. Maybe you're heading to going skiing, but give us a call, and uh, we want to bless you, and we want to minister to you. 303-690-3000, we got open lines, and uh, we uh, just uh, want to be able, maybe you got a question about Christmas, or you just need prayer this Christmas, or as we head into a new year, uh, you want prayer. Uh, there's another means for you to be able to ask a question or to ask for prayer, and that's through a dedicated text line. And, of course, we always ask you, be careful when you're texting. Be in a safe place. But that number is 720-336-0897, 720-336-0897. I'll repeat those numbers throughout the course of this hour. I want to welcome those on the East Coast that are listening in, Truth FM and Hope FM in Maryland and Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Kentucky, parts of North Carolina, uh, other areas of the East Coast. Uh, we are so glad that you are tuned in and uh, would love to have you call us. You are a week delayed if you're listening on those radio uh, stations, 
but call and somebody will answer at 303-690-3000. We'll have a conversation. You can listen to it next week. And uh, we always uh, are so blessed to connect with you guys on the East Coast. Uh, you are such a blessing to us and, and a privilege to be able to talk to you and minister to you. And then all the online listeners that are throughout the country, we even have uh, listeners that are uh, international listeners on uh, the Grace FM app or uh, the website uh, on your computer. And so from South Korea, South Africa, Ukraine, we got listeners uh, from the East Coast and the Midwest, down in Texas and Kansas and um, Southern California, up in Washington, uh, all over the country. And if you are in the United States, you can call at 303-690-3000. Give me a call. I'd love to talk to you about the things of the Lord. And so um, let's talk about... um, you know, the things that matter to you that have been on your mind. Uh, Maybe you need prayer this Christmas. And Christmas is a wonderful time of the year for us Christians. And it is also can be uh, a time that it can be difficult as well. And so if you're going through a time of uh, loss or perhaps a time of uncertainty, please call us and we want to pray for you and we want to minister to you here on Calvary Live. I do want to read to you um, uh, part of the... uh, scripture from Luke that deals with the season of Advent, and that is when the angel came to Mary uh, to give the announcement to her of her carrying the Christ child in Luke chapter 1. And I want to read it to you now. As in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph. Of the house of David, the virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. And he will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. And then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. And it's such a magnificent story. And of course, as we head into... Luke chapter 2, there's the Christmas story. Uh, it's such a magnificent story. And and I love celebrating the birth of Jesus, that God would care uh, so much about us, that he would give us the Savior of the world born in that little place, Bethlehem. And so uh, give me a call. Uh, if you got a question about Christmas, maybe you need prayer, uh, a question about the Scriptures, love to talk to you, 303 690 3,000. We got some open lines. Grab one of those open lines. The text line is 720-336-0897. So let's go to Denver and talk to Rudy. Hi, Rudy. Hi, good evening. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, uh, my, my same prayers will be said at the dinner table tonight with my family, but tomorrow me and my family, my son and my wife will be delivering uh, over 40 food baskets for people in need in our church. Great. And Super. 
like to ask for a prayer, you know, on our safety and, you know, nothing gets in between the the fun and excitement that we're going to have. I'm excited about it, you know, doing something for yeah. the church and walking yeah, the way of the Lord is just, it's, it's, it's I'm overwhelmed. So Good. I love praying with you and my prayer first thing this morning for tomorrow and here I am with you guys. Can we, uh, can we pray? Absolutely. Safety, Let's do and, that. You know, thank you. Yeah. And for blessing, Father, we do pray for Rudy. Is what blesses me is he's so excited to be able to go and deliver these food baskets. And and Lord, I pray for their safety. I pray that they would get every box delivered that needs to be delivered. That you would bless their hands, strengthen their bodies, uh, Lord, and that those food baskets would indeed be delivered with love. And Lord, that not only would they deliver. Uh, food, the practical needs that people have, which is a tremendous blessing, but more than that, that they would give food of your word and encouragement to others, that they would give uh, love to others, that they would uh, just listen and and be able to minister. I believe that you desire for them to be uh, used in much more than just delivering food, but Lord, your love and your encouragement and your comfort to others. So in these divine appointments that you have for Rudy, prepare his heart and those who are with him, keep them safe. Um, I pray the excitement would continue uh, throughout the day as they deliver those food boxes. Thank you for their service for the kingdom. And Lord, uh, caring enough to care for people to, to meet some practical needs. And so Lord, I pray for your hand upon them in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless. You bet. Thank you, Rudy. Right, God bless weekend. you. Bye-bye. All right. You have a good weekend, too. Thank you, you know, uh huh. You know, one of the ways for you to be able to really enjoy the Christmas season is give. And I, I think for every season, but to give to others. And we in the body of Christ, there's so many needs that are out there. There's so many people that we can minister to. And I hope and pray that we would consider how can it that I bless somebody. Maybe it's a neighbor or maybe it's a, a coworker or family member that just needs to be reached out to, um, that you can uh, maybe bring a blessing to, some cookies or some food, or maybe somebody that the Lord's put on your heart, or to get involved in other ways. And, and uh, perhaps your church has um, offered uh, to be able to um, you know, get involved in very practical ways. And you can help with food baskets or, you know, we have those who are going to be going to the cold weather shelter um, and, and making a meal for everybody. So uh, we just, you know, are so blessed to be able to do that and be able to be blessed in that way in helping people out. So um, we encourage you to do that in every way. Hey, give me a call. 303-690-3000 is the number to call. we got open lines right now. That text number is 720-336-0897. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Jeff Fix. And while we're waiting for calls to come in, and I know it's the weekend, but listen to week, uh, the work week, uh, the school week, um, on, a, on a great note. I know that many of the universities are are finishing finals today. I have two kids at UNC that are finishing finals up, and maybe they're, you're headed home. We're going to be praying for safety for you. Have a blessed time uh, as the college campuses are being emptied right now. And uh, But love to hear from you. Uh, I do want to um, uh, go to the text line, and then we'll see uh, and wait for the callers to, in the 
and uh, those of you who want to call to to get screened. But it, there's a question. It's interesting. Uh, not a Christmas question, but is it okay to have New Year's resolutions? And I think it is okay to have New Year's resolutions. But here's where I want to encourage people that, um, you know, any time that, that, you know, we want to uh, do better in the kingdom, I think as Christians that, that this is a good time of the year to really stop and pray and to seek the Lord and, and ask the Lord, Lord, what would you have me to do? What would you have me to change? What would you want me to, uh, you know, uh, have going on to where I draw closer to you, know you more, you know, those kinds of things. And I think that's the real key for a Christian. Uh, we can talk about New Year's resolution. A lot of times uh, it is for most people, I want to lose weight. That's fine. That's great. Or um, I want to read my Bible. Um, that's a good one. Maybe perhaps get a good chronological Bible uh, at a Christian bookstore or in your church bookstore. That's a, a, um, a thing to do. Um, that will help you. Maybe it's, um, I want to have more devotions with the Lord, be dedicated. But what I pray is that this would be a time of, Lord, uh, how can I get closer to you, draw, seek you? Um, maybe there's some things to give up that hasn't been helpful spiritually in your spiritual life. And I think those are good things to do for the new year. Um, but even maybe the Lord perhaps is telling you to give those things up right now. So always being sensitive to the leading of the Lord, nothing wrong with New Year's resolutions, but to move forward um, in our spiritual walk should be a priority. Lord, how can I draw closer to you, know you? Um, maybe perhaps it's an area of service, maybe getting involved in the church, uh, maybe helping with children, maybe serving in practical ways. And so I think the key is to seek the Lord and have him speak to your heart in those things. Hey, 303-690-3000, we got a couple open lines, so give me a call. But in Boulder, we're going to go to Arthur. Hi, Arthur. Hi. How are you? Good, good, thanks. How, how are you? I'm doing good. You got a question? Yes, uh, my question is... Um, how come we don't follow the feast and festival as Jesus did? Uh, follow the what? The festival, the feast and the festivals. That that Jesus did. So, what feast and festivals are you talking about? Okay, like Jesus is the first fruits, and mm-hmm. um, well, the Passover. Um, then there's uh, the the feast of harvest. And there's there's other festivals that I'm finding out about now that we never even that I never even knew as a Christian. Yeah. So when you read and you're talking about Jesus celebrating those feasts, we know that Jesus, you know, every week went into the synagogue or customarily went to the synagogue. We know that he went to Jerusalem to celebrate the feasts that include the feast of Passover and the feast of Tabernacle. Um, and we also know that in John chapter ten that um, he celebrated uh, a feast, um, I believe chapter 10 or chapter 8, um, but he celebrated the feast um, that was the Feast of Dedication in Jerusalem, and it was winter, uh, is what chapter 10 tells us. So uh, that is what the Jews celebrate today as the Feast of Lights, or also in the um, what they call Hanukkah. Now, you're asking, why don't we celebrate those feasts? You can celebrate those feasts if you want. 
Um, but uh, we, um, as Christians, um, you know, we we have certain traditions that we have. We celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the birth of Jesus Christ. Those feasts, keep in mind, point to Jesus. They're they're uh, all ones that um, are you know the Passover is fulfilled by Jesus. He's the Passover Lamb. Uh, we know that um, you know the Feast of Tabernacles um, is, is something uh, that uh, is there. The Feast of Passover is when uh, forty days later the Feast of um, Pentecost is when um, the church was born. So you can celebrate the feast, but I think the key for the Christian, if you're going to do that, keep Jesus in the center of it. And, um, and you know, you can celebrate it. There's nothing that says that you can't. So um, so I, I'm not quite sure what you're, you're looking to. What's that? I, mean, I don't ever, ever remember a pastor even bringing up about the Feast of the Festivals because I just found out I'm Jewish. I just barely found out. Did I got you? Jewish blood. Yeah. Oh, really? Interesting. Part of it is because, you know, here at our church, we go through the Old Testament. We've gone through all 66 books of the Bible. So when we go through the Old Testament, we talk about Passover, we talk about those feasts, and and there were different feast days and all the things that are in the Old Testament. And um, so we look at it. So a lot of Christians don't today, mainly because their church don't really talk about it. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think for us, and um, the question is, why don't we celebrate those feasts? If you want to celebrate them, you're free to do that. Um, but just keep in mind that Paul would say that let no one judge you according to new moon feasts and festivals. In other words, uh, it's okay to observe them. It's okay to celebrate them, especially as you being uh, Jewish. Um, that is something that you may be interested in doing, and you're welcome to do that. Uh, for me as a Christian, when I think of Passover, I think about Jesus, our Passover lamb. When I think about Pentecost, I think about how the church was born on that day um, and, and different things. So uh, it's, um, you know, for me, I love to celebrate Christmas. Some people say that we shouldn't celebrate Christmas, but I I believe in, in celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. I, I celebrate the, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So, Who was born on uh, Christmas? Huh? Well, did you ever look into who was born on Christmas? Well, when we say Christmas, you're talking about this specific date of December 25th, right? You still there, Arthur? Yes, yes. Can you hear me? Yeah. You're speaking about December 25th, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. So we, you know, we don't know if Jesus was born on December 25th, and and some people, um, because there has been some, you know, uh, pagan tradition that's gone along with Christmas, they they have uh, the conscience that they're not going to celebrate Christmas. To me, I don't have a problem. Paul says, one man esteems one day above another, one man esteems every day alike. You be convinced in your own mind. To me, it doesn't matter if we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, which to me is what Christmas is about, on December 25th, or I do it June 25th. Um, I love to celebrate the fact that God loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son. And to me, that's worth celebrating. So um, that's why Paul says, you know, one day may esteem 
more than others. Every day may be alike. I think every day is a day that be thankful for the birth of Jesus Christ and to worship him and to know him. And so there's a lot that goes into this in in what you're asking. But if you want to celebrate the feast, celebrate the feast and um, of the Old Testament. To me, um, I'm going to celebrate uh, what Jesus has done as the Passover lamb, uh, the church being born, you know, um, and I'm going to celebrate Christmas and I'm going to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So, What's that? The Christians nowadays, do you think they live off the solstice? I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I don't. I, um, You know, you're talking about December 21st, the winter solstice? Well, actually, it, it goes on for three days. But um, basically, Oh, much. okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know too many Christians that do that, Arthur. But, you know, most of the Christians that I know and in my congregation, we celebrate... Christmas, we have Christmas Eve services, and it's wonderful, and we love to do that. So, so hey, thanks, Arthur. Appreciate it. Thanks for calling in. God bless you, and um, and um, appreciate you t- taking the time to call us at Calvary Live. 303-690-3000 is the number to call. Maybe you got a question about Christmas, or maybe you got a, cr- a question about uh, the Bible, whatever the case may be. We invite you to call in. And uh, I'll do my best to answer them. Let's go to Philadelphia with Dave. Hi, Dave. Good. How are you? I've been, I've been worse. I've been better. I'm in the middle somewhere. It's not bad. God's good. <laughs> you know. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you called. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad I called too. Um, reason I did call. Is I have a neighbor, and he, he's been a, a friend of the family. He, and, you know, he's got a brother. Who's had cancer and a, and a bunch of other problems? Um, his and his brother's name's Don, and uh, Don's been in the hospital for so long, and had so many treatments and so much going on. Uh, he's lost over a hundred pounds. Oh, he no. doesn't want to eat. He's weak. He, he he needs to get up out of that bed, and he's cancer free right now. But it seems like the the cure has has taking everything out of him. And uh, I don't know if he's saved or not, but I know that a lot of people have been praying. And uh, I just, I know that they, they got my God, he, he can heal people. He does heal people. But the most important thing is salvation. Yeah. So through this, Amen. I think a lot of people are, are, are questioning God. I would love to see a miracle happen for, for Don and his wife, so that they would be blessed, and, and he would get his health back and, uh, and be a witness for the Lord. Yeah, amen. And you said he's cancer-free? They said, they said the last report was the cancer was in remission, but uh, the chemo and all the other operations and all that, uh, he's, been, he's been through the ringer. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, and you know they bring his favorite food to him, and he has, and he takes one bite. Yeah, and and it's it's just a horrible thing that that someone as young as he is, um, who has kids, has gone through all this, and then he gets he gets healed per se, but can't even get up out of bed and build his strength up and eat and. I just think that he's been through so much that he's given up, 
And I would just love the Lord to touch and, and give him drive let's, back and heal him. Yeah, let's let's pray. Father, I just pray for Dave's brother. I pray for Don. Uh, as, Lord, he's been through some real tough treatments, and it, it just zaps the energy and the appetite. And so, Lord, we... Um, we just pray for his neighbor's brother um, that um, Don, who is now cancer-free, but Lord, I pray that you would touch him to where he starts to eat. We, we know you're working because the cancer's in remission, and we thank you for your grace and for your touch, but Lord, that he would get stronger. He's lost a lot of weight, and so um, I just pray that... Um, Dave would be able to minister to his neighbor. I encourage him to keep ministering to his brother, Don, to Lord, um, that they would be able to encourage him, but Lord, that you would strengthen his body, but more than anything, that you would open his eyes spiritually, that he would come to salvation, because that's the greatest miracle of all, is when a heart is changed, is when we come to salvation. And, and so, Lord, I just pray that um, you would soften his heart, draw him to yourself, and, Lord, that the gospel would be presented to him, and he would know that there is eternal life that comes through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so, Lord, I pray for Dave. I pray that he would be encouragement to his neighbor, his neighbor's brother. Lord, that you'd bring healing, uh, spiritual healing, physical healing to Don in every way. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, Dave, Thanks keep us so updated, okay? Uh, All right. Yes, I will. And I appreciate you, you uh, your faithful, your ministry. And uh, uh, there's a there's so much truth there that it's beautiful to hear, you know, where it's not filtered and not, not uh, you know, bleeped out. Oh, you, it's just a great <laughs> thing in what you're doing. <laughs> Um, well, I appreciate the encouragement, you know, in doing a live show, it can be challenging in some of the questions, and we do our best. But, you know, more than anything, what we our desire here is to, to pray for people and to go to God's Word and to minister comfort and uh, to give the truth of God's Word to others. And so I appreciate your encouragement, Dave. But keep in touch, all right? You're straight up, and, and, and it's all about Jesus and God. And, Amen. And that's, that's awesome. Thank you. It is. You bet. God bless you. <laughs> you have a good weekend. Hey, Thanks. 303-690-3000 is number to call. We got open lines and love to talk to you about the things of the Lord. And again, <clears throat> as we're getting ready to go towards break, um, you know, this is a great time for you to grab one of those open lines and um, and let's talk about the things of the Lord. Uh, 720-336-0897. Uh, for the text line, and we'll go to the text line if we as uh, the calls. We're waiting for the calls to come through, and and we'll continue um, taking those. But hey, we got a little bit of time. Second half of Calvary Live coming up. Let's talk about the things of the Lord. Maybe you need prayer. Uh, maybe you want prayer for somebody. Maybe you got a question that has come up in your Bible uh, reading. Uh, that we want to be able to bring some clarity and understanding to. Um, we want to encourage you. Uh, one of the things that we've talked about is just serving others and helping others. There is somebody for you to serve here at the Christmas season, and it may be somebody who's sick or a family member or somebody who's discouraged. 
and uh, maybe somebody who needs some practical help. And that's the best Christmas that we can have is when we really start to reach out to others and to bless others. And so we want to encourage you in, in anything that the Lord has put on your heart. So uh, give me a, a call uh, as we're going to be heading to um, the uh, break here, the only break of the show th- that we have. And um, and uh, let's, let's talk about the things of the Lord. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Jeff Figgs. So blessed to be with you. Uh, give me a call. Tell me what you're thankful for for Christmas. Uh, what are you meditating on this Christmas season? And uh, let's see what the Lord has for us. So we'll be turning right back. This is the only break. Stay tuned to Calvary Live with Pastor Jeff Figgs. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. My name is Jeff Figgs. I pastor Calvary Greeley in northern Colorado, so blessed to be with you on this afternoon. Give me a call. We have open lines, 303 690 3,000 is the number to call, and maybe perhaps you got a question or you need uh, prayer or you got a prayer request that you'd like to uh, just pray for somebody this Christmas season. Uh, we'd love to do that. We got all open lines, and that text line is 720-336-0897. And make sure that you're safe when you're text. Just want to pass along some information about Calvary Greeley, our services coming up is that this Sunday we're going to continue in our study of Second Timothy. We'll be in chapter 2. It's a powerful chapter. And Paul, in his last words that he gives in the New Testament, he is writing to his young protege, Timothy. And uh, it's the last time that Paul puts uh, pen to parchment uh, before he is executed. But he's in that dungeon there in Rome. He's writing to Timothy, and it's so incredible because uh, he— even though he is facing death, he writes about the promise of eternal life that is in Christ Jesus. And Paul says, I suffer these things, but uh, he goes on and he writes in that epistle to Timothy, encouraging him in his walk uh, with the Lord, encouraging him um, in uh, uh, the sufferings that he would go through. He says, nevertheless, I'm not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I am persuaded that he's able to keep that which I've committed to him until that day. We know who we have believed, right? It, it, Paul didn't say, I know what I believe. Paul was the greatest theologian in, you know, in church history. He wrote uh, much of the New Testament, but he knows, he says, I know whom I have believed. And, and he had that deep personal relationship with the Lord, and it was so, so powerful, Second Timothy, as you take the time to go through it. And he's encouraging Timothy in his walk with the Lord uh, to fight the good fight, to be a soldier um, that must endure hardship. But we're going to continue with that message here on Sunday. So come join us at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock on Sunday mornings. We've got a place for all the kids and for youth. Uh, and so love for you to be able to come out, meet you. Check out our website, org. That's O-R-G. 
for directions and further information. And then also we meet on Wednesday nights. And then Christmas Eve services will be at 3.30 and 5 o'clock family services here at Calvary Greeley. Love to have you come out and worship with us as we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. And then on New Year's Eve, a week later, and and that's on Tuesday, December the 31st, 7 p.m., I'll be doing a prophecy update. I do my annual prophecy update every New Year's Eve. We're going to be talking about the second coming of Jesus Christ and the signs around us that uh, point to a soon return. Also, I'm going to be talking about what the Lord has put on my heart. And one of the trends that we see in the church today is Christians are being told that we don't need to be looking for the rapture, that we don't need to be really concerned about the return of the Lord. And uh, I'm hearing more and more of that, and even denominations that are receiving instructions don't teach on the rapture, don't teach on the millennium reign, don't teach on the return of the Lord. And and it, we need to be talking about more than ever because we are getting closer I believe, to the return of the Lord. The signs are all around us screaming at us that the Lord's coming back. And uh, so we need to be watching and waiting and paying attention. So prophecy update, uh, that will be on December the 31st at 7 p.m. You don't want to miss it. And if you're in the listening area and you can't make it to Greeley, then uh, we will be uh, having it on live stream. Some people have asked about that at 7 p.m. on New Year's Eve. So check us out, and uh, and I think you'll be tremendously blessed as we end 2019, head into 2020. So check out our website, as I said, calvarychapelgreeley.org for these special services. And also on Sunday, as we're going through 2 Timothy it's such a wonderful, powerful study uh, that we are going through. Well, we got a couple open lines, 303-690-3000. But in the meantime, let's go to Sheila in Wheat Ridge. Hi, Sheila. Hi. Hi. How are you? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, I just wanted prayer to meet somebody special in my life um, and for better health and finances. Absolutely. Father, I do pray for Sheila. She wants to meet somebody special in her life, and you know exactly what she means by that. And, um, and Lord, I just pray that uh, it would be an individual uh, that could encourage her in the Lord, um, that could uh, just uh, be there to be a blessing to her. Um, Lord, I pray that... Um, that you would, Lord, just um, right now just minister to her as she waits on you. You promise that as we wait on you, you'll be good to those who wait on you, and um, and you'll show grace to them. And, Lord, during this time that you would minister to Sheila the things that you desire. Also, I just pray for her health. You know her health issues. And I ask that you would just bring uh, healing that she needs, strength that she needs. And I pray that... Um, for her financial situation. You know what it is that you would provide for her. So, Lord, you care about every every aspect of our lives in relationships, when it comes to finances, when it comes to our health. So, Lord, I pray that you would show yourself strong on her behalf, that you would minister to her, and that this Christmas season that she would know that you love her very much and you care for her, and that she can cast her cares on you because you care for her. And, Lord, that you would bless her in the new year coming up, but more than anything, that she would draw close to you and know you and trust you and rest in what you're doing in her life. 
In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you so much. I I really appreciate it. And um, do do you believe that fasting really helps prayers to be more effective or to bring more deliverance from like sickness or other things too? Well, for me, for fasting and is, you know, that time where we really focus on the Lord, it's just denying the physical so we can focus on the spiritual. And so there's all kinds of different ways to fast. But for me to, to, to fast, some people will fast for a period of time. I think the emphasis is that prayer and fasting go together. And, and so it may be, you know, for a meal, it may be for part of a day. You know, if you got health issues, you need to be careful in that um, and do it wisely. But more than anything, it's just that time of really pressing in on the Lord. And for me, it does help my my prayer time. It, it does help me to really um, focus on the Lord rather than focusing on other things, you know, around me or food I take in. And, you know, Sheila, the thing about today about fasting is, you know, the context in the Scripture is about food, but there may be other things that I encourage people to fast. It may be from social media. It may be from you know, all kinds of things that end up, we end up focusing and spending a lot of time on, you know, take some time and get off of social media and seek the Lord. And, and maybe that's a fast for some people that's going to do more benefit than, than fasting from food, but it's denying the physical. So you can focus on the spiritual and really seek the Lord. And we know that fasting Isaiah uh, speaks about fasting to help us, you know, um, when we struggle, um, you know, uh, with perhaps lust. Um, we know that fasting helps us to clear our minds um, and in prayer so that we can hear the Lord clearly. And so it, there's benefit in fasting. And I think that uh, Jesus said, when you do fast, not if you fast, but when you do fast, you know, go into place your prayer closet and seek the Lord and and do it in private and just just spend some time with him, however that might mean for you. Okay, excellent. I appreciate that, and I, I love listening to your show. Thank you for um, answering my call and for doing this show. I, I love listening to this channel. There's no other radio channels that um, have the message preached all day and then have live shows like this, so thank you for doing this. You bet. And Sheila, uh, there's a verse I wanted to give to you because you're praying for okay. somebody special, you, you, mm-hmm. for health and financial issues. But mm-hmm. um, Lamentations chapter three verse twenty five that the Lord is good to those who wait for Him, and the soul who seeks Him. And and so you keep seeking the Lord, whether that's in prayer and fasting, going to Him, and you know, and wait on Him. And I think one of the hardest things for Christians in our spiritual life is to wait on the Lord. But it is so necessary because we live in an instant world, don't we? We yeah. we like our food instantly, fast food. We don't like waiting in line for our Starbucks or for you know our McDonald's. We we you know we want things right away. We have instant communication, email, and all this, and we can carry that into our spiritual mm-hmm. lives. But it's during that time, and I think this is an encouragement for everyone who's listening. That in those times of waiting on the Lord can be very rich, and it's a time to draw close to Him, because He wants us not only to trust in Him, but rest in what He's doing in our lives. And to wait on Him can be, 
it can be a, a, a you know not an easy thing to do. I, I don't always like waiting, but in these times as you're waiting on the Lord, do draw close to Him. Do spend that time seeking Him. And, um, and the Lord uh, will make Himself more real to you and draw you close to Him in every way. Um, so I just want to encourage you in that. And, and keep in touch. Keep listening to Grace FM and uh, keep in touch with us, and we're going to continue to pray for you, Sheila. I appreciate it. You know, it's hard because it's hard to know where to go to meet other Christian people. I mean, I go to a large church, and mm-hmm. it's such a big church, it's hard to just meet one person, you know, so right. that's the other thing. And one of the things that I want to encourage you, if they have opportunities for smaller groups, and and usually bigger churches have that, if they got opportunities for you to gather um, and um you know, it can be hard to, to meet even in a large church and stuff. But, you know, just wait on the Lord. Get involved in your church as much as you can. Uh, do what you can in, in small groups. Uh, if there's home fellowships, the Lord's going to guide you and direct you. And um, and just keep drawing close to Him. Because we can make the plans, but He directs the steps, is what the Scripture says. And He cares about you and, and um, just trust in what He's doing in your life. Amen. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. That's Yeah, you my bet. church does, by the way, have small groups that meet. Um, they usually have some type of um, Christian-type book that uh, they read, and they get these groups. They had a meetup of their small groups a few weeks ago, but I just didn't really feel led to join any of those yet. Yeah, and, you know, one of the hard things is, and I want to encourage Christians, we need fellowship. We need we need that so much in the church today because the world's mean out there. And sometimes, you know, whether it is a big church or a medium-sized church, um, like we do three Sunday morning services here at Calvary Greeley, and, um, you know, I feel like sometimes we're kind of shuffling people in and out on Sunday morning. It's hard to get to know people unless you're going to a lady study, a man study, going to, you know, young adults wildfire, unless you're going to you know, different groups that meet during the week. It's so important that we do that to really get to know Koinia group, home fellowships, whatever it is. And I would encourage you to pray about it. And um, and then also as you serve in the church in any way, you get to know some people and really get involved because we really need each other, don't we? And, um, and it takes a little bit of effort to meet people. So uh, I pray that the Lord guides you and direct you in, in that way, and, and he will bless it. And thank you very much, Pastor. I appreciate it. All right. You keep in touch, Sheila, and you have a Merry Christmas. And please continue to keep me, and I have a roommate, too, in prayers. We really need the prayers. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. We'll do that. Thanks for calling, Sheila. Appreciate it. 303-690-3000 is the number call. You know, we really need to to be in church, and that's one of the things I've kind of the Lord's put on my heart to emphasize to you: um, be in fellowship, be in church. Sometimes people call in, and I'll ask them, "Are you in fellowship in church?" And no, haven't been. Um, and and even when you're in church, get involved as much as you can. Serve in how the Lord leads you. Uh, get involved in small groups. Uh, it, it's such a blessing. And sometimes it's a little awkward, or sometimes it's little different, but, you know, the, the Lord will honor you as you do that and bless you and to get to know 
other Christians. It's so important to have those brothers and sisters in our lives to encourage us. So 303-690-3000. Got a couple open lines. Let's go to Harry on line two. Hey, Harry. Are you there? Okay, I don't know if Harry is there or he dropped. Um, But, um, Harry, if you're listening, um, you're asking for advice. I'm just going to read what I got here. Um, And his friend, how to face various temptations um, and, you know, prayer pressure uh, when it comes to worldly things. Um, And so, Harry, here's the thing. Make sure that you're in a place of safety. Uh, Make sure that uh, you're in that place uh, where um, you're not going to be tempted. Um, And and that's the real key. Um, You know, don't be hanging out in the old hangouts, uh, you and your friend. Uh, Don't be watching those things, participating in those things that will cause temptation for you. So we need to be in that place of, uh, you know, being in fellowship, being with other brothers and sisters. You guys be in, in a men's study or something. Have other men around you that are going to encourage you and pray for you and lift you up. And, and, and um, you know, that's so important in the body of Christ because there is so many temptations out there. And, and so, for example, and I don't know, Harry, what your um, situation is, not having a conversation with you, but if the guys are asking you, you know, hey, let's go out drinking after work, don't go. Um, you know, make sure that uh, you have different uh, places that you can go to um, to be with the brethren during the week. And uh, that is such a key to to be in those places of safety and security in the Lord um, where you're strengthened and encouraged and the temptation isn't there. And, and so um, that's what I want to encourage you in. And uh, especially when the pressure is on to go out drinking or drugs or whatever the case may be. So be around some other brothers and sisters and and uh, be in a place where you can be encouraged in the things of the Lord. Well, let's go to Sue in Denver. Hi, Sue. Hi. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Struggling with a couple of thoughts and choices and decisions okay. that I need to make in my life. Okay. Um, so... How can we pray for you? Um, I'm struggling hard in my marriage. There has I've been married for almost 30 years. Um, my husband has chosen to um, participate in becoming an addict with a controlled substance. And we've been battling this for five years, and I don't see anything getting better. It continues to get worse. He also has become just a very mean, vulgar person in his name and personality and just everything that approaches. I'm in a prayer group, a life group at my church, And I reach out to folks, which is great. I I pray regularly, but where I struggle is when I've reached out to my senior pastors, they don't believe in divorce. Um, And I understand that. I, I don't either. But 
right now I feel like I'm the crutch to the problem. I'm not helping the problem because it's it's right. getting worse. Right, right. So I'm, I'm and, praying. I'm asking for prayers yeah. and guidance on yeah. what I what I should do and and mm-hmm. prayers for me to find that path. Right. And and I certainly empathize, you know, with your situation. It's a very difficult situation, and it's not getting any better. It's getting worse. Um, but as you look to, you know what God's Word has to say, and I think that's what your senior pastor is passing along to you, um, and you got decisions to make. And I, I think that you're in that place. I'm glad to hear that you got a prayer group with you um, that— you got ladies that can pray for you and help you and encourage you. And in the meantime, you got to go home to her husband is mean. And he's getting worse, but you're in that place of waiting and, and, and waiting on the Lord. And one of the things that, um, that is hard is to do that. As I was just talking about for the strength, um, to continue in this marriage for God to work but it's going to be moment by moment and day by day, Sue. And it's not easy and it's difficult, um, but we're going to pray for you right now. And Father, I pray for Sue. She's she's um, in a very difficult situation. And so, Lord, I pray that you would help her. Um, as she gave, she's been married for 30 years, for better, for worse, and right now it's the worse. And I pray that you would help her strengthen her, speak to her clearly. And Lord, that um, that you would minister to her husband, that Lord, that you would help him to get away from the, from the abuse of, of drugs or um, uh, the addiction, Lord, that brings all kinds of uh, behavior, um, situations of being mean and vulgar. Lord, I just pray that you would deal with him and work a miracle and be with Sue this Christmas season. Um, Lord, give her the strength that she needs and give her the peace that passes understanding and the peace that rules in her heart. Help her in this marriage. Bring healing in this marriage, Lord. Give her the strength every day by your grace, the things that she has to face, to give her the grace and the sufficiency to do what you're calling her to do. And so, Lord, I just pray for a miracle in this marriage. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. You know, Sue, uh-huh. and it's, it's very hard. And sometimes when you're, you're just overwhelmed and you're in that situation where, Lord, I need your grace and I need your sufficiency just to face the day, and he will give it to you. And you keep looking to him, and and he's going to give you that strength and grace and sufficiency to get through your day and make the decisions that you need to make. So um, we're going to be praying for you, okay? Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay. Thank God you. bless you. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000. Very hard, very difficult. Let's go to Eric, who's in Arvada. Eric? Hello. How are you, Eric? Uh, pretty good. How are you? I'm doing all right. How can we pray for you? Um, I have a couple prayer requests. First one uh, is for my mother-in-law. 
Her name is Jackie. Um, she's in the process of going through surgery to remove cancer. Um, so praise because the main surgery on Wednesday um, went successful. Um, and then she has one more surgery tomorrow to finish the whole procedure. Um, okay. Just prayers that that goes smooth and um, Absolutely. For, for the family, for strength and uh, to get through this and then recovery. Um, okay. Absolutely. And then my other prayer request is uh, my wife and I are expecting a baby. Um, we have a C-section planned for next Friday. So oh, for, <laughs> yeah. Is this how many? Do you have any other children? For, uh, first, first child. This is your first one. Oh, how exciting! Yeah. How exciting yeah. that is! I tell you what, it's a Christmas baby, and yeah. we are <laughs> going to pray. Absolutely, <laughs> Eric, and uh, and you know what? Uh, um, you know, it's such a blessing being a father. I'm a father of four. They're all. They're all adults now. It goes by so yeah. fast. But but let's pray for your mother-in-law. Let's pray for your wife and for that baby that's in her. And Father Eric has some very um, very special p- people in his life. A mother-in-law that just went through surgery, and it went well um, on Wednesday, but they need to do some more tomorrow. So we pray that it would go well, be with the surgeons, be with the uh, team, the nurses, uh, everyone involved. And I pray that it would go better than expected. And Lord, that the recovery would go quickly, that you bring healing to his mother-in-law, that the cancer would go away. And Lord, she have complete healing and health in the days and weeks and years ahead. And um, how exciting it must be for her to have a, a grandchild coming and so, Lord, we pray for Eric and his wife as they're expecting their first baby uh, in a week. And, Lord, we just pray that the procedure would go well. And, Lord, they'd have a healthy baby. And they would have great joy in their hearts this Christmas, the wonderful gift of a child given to them. And, Lord, um, how special that is uh, to be a mom and a dad. And I pray that you'd help Eric be the father that you've called him to be to love his child, to raise that child in the ways of the Lord. Lord, to to be a dad that brings the covering and, and the admonition of the Lord to his family, to his wife, that every day they would be thankful for the blessing uh, of having this child. I pray that uh, everything would go smooth and their hearts would be so full of joy this Christmas and their family And Lord, so we just pray for your special touch upon them in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Hey, Eric, Merry Christmas, all right? Merry Christmas to you, too. God bless you. We'll be praying for you next week on Friday. Thank you. you, Hey, Eric, do you know it's a boy or a girl? No, we don't know yet. We'll find out. Uh, You'll find out. It's exciting. I have two boys and two girls. I love my That's boys good, and I love my combo. girls. Yeah, it's a good combo, isn't it? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yep. It's wonderful. Hey, God bless you. We'll be praying for you. Hey, thank you. Bye-bye. You bet, Eric. 303-690-3000 is the number to call. I think we just got a few minutes left, and so it's been wonderful. Um, and, you know, somebody texted in a question, is there a holding place besides heaven or hell. In other words, uh, there are some that believe in, in a 
a place called Purgatory, which is kind of a holding place that's a Catholic doctor. And I grew up in the Catholic Church, and it was told to me. I remember my grandparents telling me about, uh, you know, Purgatory. And it's a place where you stay and <clears throat> and you get prayed out or or until you know later on. And um, so uh, the thing is, is um, there is no Purgatory. Um, there is life eternal with Jesus. And um, there is separation from him, uh, eternal um, uh, place called a lake of fire for those who reject the gospel. So there is no holding cell. And, um, and so uh, that's why the gospel is so important, because eternity um, is real. And people will either go to heaven to be with Jesus, or they will go to the lake of fire, um, be separated from him for all eternity. So... Hey, let's pray for Harry, too, uh, that called in uh, with the temptation as we close here. Father, I pray for Harry and his friend as we uh, didn't get a chance to talk to him, but uh, I feel the uh, uh, that we need to pray for him and his friend to stay away from those temptations, Lord, especially at Christmas when there are going to be a lot of parties and things. Be in that place of safety that, um, Lord, that you would just draw him to you and his friend, and they would be in a place where they can be encouraged and prayed for and blessed in every way, in Jesus' name. Hey, invite somebody to church. Invite somebody out to Christmas Eve services at your church because it's coming on us quickly, and people are more open to go to church than any other time of the year, Christmas Eve, so they can hear the wonderful, wonderful good news that the Savior is born, Jesus Christ, who went to a cross and died for his sins. Have a great weekend. Everybody be careful out there, and we'll talk to you next time. God bless you. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.